In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. In this weekend's readings for the 28th Sunday of Ordinary Time, we're talking all about food and being invited to eat and drink from God's banquet. We begin with Isaiah. This weekend, in the span of four chapters, from chapters 24 to 27, Isaiah is writing about a vision of when the God of Israel will take his throne as judge over the world. This was actually something very common to other religions at the time. They all envisioned the moment in which their god, or gods, would take the throne on a powerful mountain, which were always associated with gods and their presence. Whenever this happened, a huge banquet always followed. And that's where our first reading picks up this Sunday. The Lord God has mounted his throne in Jerusalem, and now, because of that, there's going to be a feast. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples, says Isaiah. Isaiah is re-envisioning a scene from the 24th chapter of Exodus when Moses, Aaron, Aaron's brother, and 70 elders went to Mount Sinai. There, they beheld God's presence, and as God manifested himself for judgment on a mountain, they ate and drank. The great feast always follows the enthronement. But here's the difference between that scene in Exodus and now Isaiah's vision. God's feast here on the hill of Jerusalem isn't just for the elite or the elders, the chosen 70. No, God's feast here is for all peoples. In fact, the word all occurs five times in the three verses of this excerpt. Isaiah is emphasizing that God is going to provide a feast for everyone, including, shockingly, the Gentiles. With this in mind, then, I'm skipping right to the gospel to concentrate on our central theme for this weekend. The gospel once again comes from Matthew, and once again, our setting is Jesus talking to the chief priests and elders in Jerusalem. As in the first reading, here Jesus is telling a parable about a banquet, a feast. Except, in the context of Jesus' parable, he's talking about a wedding feast, something that occurred over multiple days in Jesus' time. People loved to celebrate weddings back then. In fact, similar to what we have today, the ancient world had a very specific RSVP system. Invitations were sent out well in advance of the upcoming wedding celebration to those guests who were invited. Of course, they didn't have internet back then, so this was all done by actually sending the RSVPs with a person. When they responded affirmatively, then on the day of the wedding, slaves or servants would be sent out again as reminders to those who had been invited that the celebration had begun. These servants were sort of like courtesy reminders of the invitation. So it's hard to imagine a more joyous occasion than when the wedding banquet of Jesus' parable begins. Moreover, a king is giving this banquet, which means that it would have been even more of a big blowout party. The social obligation to attend this particular wedding would have been heightened since a king is giving it. Imagine if someone really famous was getting married and invited you personally to attend the celebration, perhaps like Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And yet, as Jesus continues the parable, he explains that when the servants, remember the living courtesy reminders, were sent out to remind the guests, they all refused to come. Those who had been invited no longer wanted to go. And this would have been embarrassing for the guests and shameful for the king. Just to avoid the shame altogether, the king sends out his servants anew to bring to the banquet whomever they can find. And in fact, we hear that as the celebration is going on, the servants are sent into the main roads to bring in anybody they can find. 
So here's Jesus telling this parable about a king, standing for God, who's having a banquet, standing for salvation, and originally invites particular guests to come, standing for Israel, but they refuse to come, standing for the obstinacy of the chief priests and elders. And so now the invitations are extended to any and everyone, including the Gentiles. Thus, Isaiah's vision of God's banquet, with rich food and choice wine, becomes realized as salvation becomes available to all peoples. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.